going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Kai. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, what it do, guys? It's the VAR bar. We are back again. Episode 11. Come on. Was it Magnificent Seven? Oh, it's Magnificent Seven. Uh, that's dead. Ignore that one. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's a lovely day. I don't know where you lot are today, but down here in the south, it is boiling. The sun's out. No cloud in the sky. But you know where we are? Back in our houses. It's mm. a bit tight. Um, so today, we've got Prez. We've got Big Char. Yo, yo. Killer Kens. Let's go. Big Toast. Active. Shalom. Good. Andy. And our man C Strider. Yeah, yeah. So, as always, we're going to get straight into it, guys, and just give you lot um, some of the headlines that have caught our eyes um, this week. Um, firstly, now, <laughs> hold your horses, guys, before I say, let me just explain the situation. Club Bruges have been awarded um, the league title. Now mm. this season's not finished. Um, <laughs> go, guys, guys, please, one at a time. <laughs> this season is not finished. However, they've been awarded the title. So going by that, guys, should the Premier League follow suit or nah? Bear Liverpool man are piggybacking off this. So, <laughs> so Tree, if you're saying the Liverpool man are gonna piggyback off it, can you can you just lead can you just lead your thoughts and then we'll get their input? My thoughts. Um I think it's simple. I think You've got to, you've got to complete the season. I think in terms of handling, I know I think the the um, Club Rouge deficit in terms of points was it like was it greater than what Liverpool's is now? Apparently, no, it was like less, was less, 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 less. Okay, less, well, like, I think that's like, I think even though it could be inevitable, you can't you just can't then say yeah we, the, the season has to finish like it has to finish like to hold up the integrity of the sport and like everything that happens, we all know that everything that happens next season is, is, is from work from this season. And if you, if you can't complete the season and everyone gets to know where they, where, where they end up, then I, I, just, I just don't see how it works. So I'm all for finishing the season regardless of what happens next sort of thing. And so Liverpool fans, as you're the guys in the lead, um, what do you take of this news? Do you agree or what? No, um, I've done research on, on, on this and the way the, the Belgian league works, it's really weird in terms of they finish the season and then they go into kind playoff, of yeah. post, yeah, like a playoff system. Mm. But this is just for the end of the season. They still got to do the playoff, but they did a vote of where 24 clubs in the top two divisions, 17 of them out of the 24 voted for the season to end. So it was kind of all in agreement, basically saying, yeah, let's, let's cut it. No one, I think it's no one gets relegated and Club Bruges win the league. That's what they've agreed on. So I doubt the Premier League will be able to agree that, let's say, in uh, Prem and then Championship, League One, League Two, impossible. Yeah, that won't happen here. I guess, like you said, they've got a different um, structures to how we have in the Premier League and this whole playoffs thing. So, what are you saying? The playoffs, who, who, who does a playoff? Like, num- like first position? I think it's like, the top, it's like the top half. Top six, fight for the for the for the league title essentially, and then the bottom half fight to stay up. If you know what I'm trying to say, it's really really weird. It's I'm like in a Sc- it's like in the Scottish league where like the top six or something they play amongst each other, and then yeah, if it's oh. ma- but the thing is with Club Bruges they're already 15 points ahead, so yeah. it's technically impossible for anyone to catch up regardless. But obviously it's mathematically not. 
Um, so, yeah. isn't, isn't the point that it's, it's not necessarily who finishes first, it's who finishes in the top like six or something, and they play yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. But then they play each other. But even then, yeah. regardless... Yeah, well, you yeah. carry on. I'm, I'm yeah. sure you still carry on with the points. You carry on with the points, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have, it's yeah. still people aren't realistically going to catch Cole Bruges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just to add on that as well, um, anyone here, Kevin De Bruyne's comments, he reckons we should just call off the Premier League. He would say that, isn't it? Really? Yo, yeah. yeah. And Gundogan, Gundogan said the league title should be given to Liverpool. Oh, mad. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Yo, yeah, all these men want it over, man. They, they know for them anyway. For City, what, I think what, one, of the, one of the debates I've heard here yeah, is like a lot of people are saying, "Oh, um, when the season starts, like when the PFA, like all the like the club body, like what the bodies of um, that like, like run sort of European football when they decide." But like, no one's really asked the players in terms of like when they're going to be happy to all start playing. If, if that makes sense, and I think. You could tell by a lot of like footballers' like reactions, there was a lot of them are calling for like it to be just to be done, and it's yeah, almost as if like they're not really as comfortable coming out to play, like traveling and, and and all the rest. Exactly, and then leading to some more interesting news, um, we've obviously heard the likes of Jack um, Grealish was getting in trouble. Um, was it? Was it Mason Mount as well for you know these guys coming out of isolation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, <laughs> our good friend Carl Walker um, apparently decided <laughs> to host a special kind of party. Now, um, a pamming party. Is he not married? Is he not married though? That's what I was saying. I think nah, he's nah, married. Nah, 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 you know, nah. got divorced. Got oh, divorced. divorced oh, he got someone people, else pregnant. People with money Bro, don't know how to act, you But guys, just for just for our understanding, because I'm I'm not aware of this. What is the story? Can someone so, explain? So, um, word in the street is that he hosted a party, and news has come round that this party was um a sex party. Yeah, so was two two sex workers come around, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Paid them, paid them, paid them two backs, two cash. backs for three yep, hours. That, ca- that cash up. <laughs> <laughs> three hours, boy. That's quick money, man. That's what was he doing, man. isn't it? What's like? And they they exposed him, didn't they? Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read it. He, he gave a, he gave a fake name of Kai or something, and then obviously one of the girls took a snap of it, and then. Later on, I think they ended up clocking like, "Yo, that's Kyle Walker." Walker. And then obviously the next Man. day, he he come out in the news and goes, "Yo, everyone stay at home." Yeah, stay yeah home. that was what the peak <laughs> thing about that was. My man came Whoa, out and fool. made a statement about social distancing. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's he's, he's doing up, doing up madness. The... Bro, I, mean, I mean, technically, he stayed at home though. Yeah, I knew yeah, someone was going to say that. This guy is trying to see the silver but you're right, he did stay at home five. But, but do you know what I want to know? So who else was invited in it? Because I just know for a fact it wasn't just him in it. It was probably know. one of his guys or something. Who, who, are the, who are the scatty donnies in the city team? Uh, Raheem? Raheem. No, he's probably on the But the thing is, the thing is there's been, but there's been stories with the city players. They do this on a regs, you know? Fair players do it, man. Yeah, yeah. This is not, yeah players, of course, man. of course. But City players, they do it together, like they all run oh, out. Really? <laughs> yeah, bro. I've wow. I've read another story like that, like seven of them. No names. Yeah, but I've read the United ones as well, man. These man. Yeah, but United, 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 they love it, bro. They, they, yeah, they man. Them man are all like, yeah, them man are about. But even Arsenal, remember that all like Ozil and that got bagged for um doing balloons and that. 
Where do you think they're meeting these escorts, bro? In clubs, bro, they're meeting them and like, yo, what's your number? Bro, you don't you don't have to you don't have to meet them in club. It's true. Oh god, nastiness. Anyway, um, and then I think Kenna, you, me and you were speaking, and you and you you noticed something that you wanted to discuss about. Um, as all we know, people are lo- sadly losing their jobs, guys, and um, some companies are doing putting in measures to make sure they're paid. I think Kenna, you wanted to talk about what's going on right now with um, football clubs and how they're handling their non-playing stuff. Correct? Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, it came out. I think it was yesterday of. Liverpool put putting all their non-playing staff on furlough. And some, of them, some of them. I I, some of them. Not all of them. It's, some a, of them. it's a majority. Yeah, it's a majority. Vast majority. Yeah. And I was speaking to uh, Strides. I think last week of where um, Tottenham did the same thing. Of I think it was over five hundred staff put on furlough, like straight up, no messing mm. around. You know, Levy man, Levi doesn't he doesn't mess about. But then Liverpool have joined the list. So now I think it's Liverpool, um, Tottenham. Norwich, Bournemouth, and I think it's Aston Villa, the other one. I can't believe Liverpool but, done that, man. No, 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 no. So this is my question to you guys of, is this actually bad? If you look at the face of it, what has Liverpool, Tottenham, except what's wrong with it? Because if you think of it from a logical sense, and I was looking at um, profits figures. So Liverpool announced £42 million profits for 2019. Fine. Mm. Then I looked at British Airways. Bro, they made more than one billion pound of profits and they put their stuff on furlough as well. So if you look at it in a in a logical sense, what's actually So the, is is the argu- is the argument that um they should uh, the Liverpool owner should have enough to pay the staff. Should back it, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what that's what people are saying. And I'm like, bro, they're a business like anyone else. And I and I keep telling you guys in the chat of saying football is not immune to COVID nineteen. <laughs> like mm. it's it's affecting people's bottom numbers and figures. So if the government comes out and says they'll back any businesses, I mm. think clubs are well within their rights to do it. Like I they don't have to. Are, but yeah. the thing is, I think what people are questioning though is is that because what Liverpool stands for, what they just the city family of club. Liverpool, what they stand the family Bro, club, okay. you never I'll, walk I'll alone, all that this. all that thing. Okay. I'll obviously, because of that, it's kind of like your now. But does PR pay the bills? PR does not pay bills out here, man. It's this is what people keep PR forgetting. PR does pay bills. Does PR pay does bills, pay bills. Bro, PR if you go does to your bank, pay bills. If you go, if you go to your bank and go, brother, um, I've just okay. bought some good PR. Can you let me off? Okay. Nah, man. PR does pay <laughs> bills. I but can nah. I just touch on this? You know, City have come out today and they basically said they're not putting any of their staff on further. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. So what, they did what that on it? purpose, you know. They did that on purpose. <laughs> so, what, 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 so, so, Ken, my question, yeah, of course, they probably needed to in terms of their publicity. Mm. But I'm asking, going to ask you, what have they done different to your club? That so, there's there's two things. That's actually a, a very interesting point. One, we all know what City stand for and all the other stuff they do as mm-hmm. as club owners. Yeah. So yeah. remember that. That's one thing they need something positive. We don't. One, two. City are owned by the the richest owner in the Premier League. Yeah. He's worth 21 billion. Do you know where Liverpool owners are in terms of the Premier League? No. 12th, bro. They're 12th. So Liverpool aren't like money back. They're not like... But just to, just I don't know just now, City have confirmed it. Like Clubs like Man United haven't gone either way. I haven't come out to confirm it. But, but for now, for now, they're, they're doing the same. 
So I'm asking you again, like Man City, yeah. obviously, Man City, I have I've got a cash rich owner. Yeah. But not, everyone knows the problem with United is that our owners are not putting their own money into the club. So mm. it's profit that's being, it's profits and, 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 and that share that's being, that you, being used to pay our staff at the moment. I'm not going to, look, my United can come out next week and say, look, we're putting our, our, our staff on further. Uh-huh. But now, but I'm just saying that like, I feel like Liverpool, for like what you guys stand for and what like you guys are meant to be doing in terms Socialist of the area. And so yeah, like, the, your club is based on the whole idea of like family and you'll never walk mm. alone I just think it's almost what they're not if, walking but, but, along because what I'm saying is that again not to make it too political but this yeah. is going to come back to, to bite the taxpayer massively the more the government are pumping into these clubs mm. like clubs that are cash rich yeah, like to be Liverpool. fair yeah yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. Okay, okay. I, 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 I agree with all this okay okay Facts. but my, my question again is why not the other industries as well? There's no, no, you're right. Though. Yeah, you're definitely rich, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. That's not, I'm, I think my issue with what people are doing to footballers is that they're scapegoating. It's easy to look Facts. at footballers that's and think, issue. "Oh, that's my like, issue." Do you yeah. know how many other, like, for example, like flipping Mike Ashley? Yeah, is one of the richest men in England, and this guy was trying to say that um, sports direction stay open, yeah, because we're, we're, we are key <laughs> key workers, brother. Like, these people are like very. Everything is a business, and that's why you can't be yeah, emotionally but, invested in it, but. But well, at the same time, like, come on, man. Our owners like are rich fraud, enough. Man. He's a massive fraud, man. They might be increasing prices as well. Mm. <laughs> They're actually mad. What the? So a lot, a lot of, a lot of these, uh, a lot of Liverpool supporters are saying that um, the this uh, government scheme is reserved. <clears throat> excuse me, is reserved for the small businesses rather than the likes of, you know, big big businesses like Liverpool. So I think the argument is Liverpool at the moment are paying 20% of the wages of staff that have been furloughed. Is that right? No, everyone is paid the same. Everyone is paid exactly the same. So in terms of people working, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah, Liverpool are paying the rest. The 20%, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't actually affect the staff, if you know what I'm trying to say. So people getting involved is just... People are throwing in their two pence for, for no reason of where it doesn't affect people at the front line. They get like I think yeah. we've spoke about this. Ah, but the they're, they're saying that okay, you're using taxpayers' money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So taking advantage of the scheme else. rather than so you know paying it out. Nah, but small yeah, businesses but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> that's I'm not that's saying what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's the government have put uh, whatever the. the the criteria for who qualified Liverpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's no yeah, reason right. for them to 100%, take yeah. advantage. Yeah. So, again, Kenan's this is a bit. Giving us that is business answer. It's business. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's right. It's, it's, just say that, man. Yeah, yeah, it's business. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. It's right. Yeah, he's right. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, we could be all Still day yucky, here, though. Talking yucky, about tax. Because <laughs> we all don't like tax. But um, let's move on, guys, um, to the first topic of today. Um, now, this one, I think, is going to be a touchy subject for everyone because it's one that's going to bring out a lot of feelings. Pulls at the heartstrings, this one. <laughs> basically, thank you, Prez. Um, <laughs> it's going to be basically about what player has left your club and hurt you? Like, because <laughs> obviously... There's been... <laughs> the Arsenal fans, man. Hey, hey, allow it. This one here. <laughs> that boy from Toastbridge said it all, man. That boy, his chest is burnt. <laughs> but, um, with a heavy heart, with a heavy heart. You know what? I'm going to kick off there with Toastin, and I believe, Toastin, um, you're going to go with um, Robin Van Persie? 
Van Persie, lads, yeah. Uh, once again, strap in, gents. <laughs> what can I say, really? Um, all right, man. All right, you boys all know I'm an Arsenal fan. Obviously, I've been an Arsenal fan since the age of six. Love my football club. But um, I like to think I'm quite like an objective, level-headed Arsenal fan, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie. I've never, ever held back like my disdain for Manchester United Football Club. Like, <laughs> for me, historically, it's something that's always been a very, very deep rivalry for me. And even more so than getting into the player I want to discuss, I kind of wanted to kind of look back on just this rivalry, just to give you the context for why this player leaving Arsenal to go to United hurt so much. So let's start back from like the early, early days now, like 1998, like Arsenal won, um, Arsenal won the league. This is like my, probably my earliest memory of, as, as an Arsenal fan. If we go on to 98-99, the next season, May United secured the treble. Uh, if you, you guys all remember the classic semi-final, Ryan Giggs scores an absolute wonder goal, beats like four man, yeah. fans it into the top corner over Seaman. Like, this is kind of where the rivalry kind That's of That's just the air. Trust you me. Know? So, 1999-2000, 2000-2001, May United secure another two titles. 2002, Arsenal secured a title at Old Trafford, that famous World Tour goal, as you guys know. In 2002-2003, the season after that, Man United reclaimed the title. Van Nistelrooy absolutely spazzes. Top scorer over Thierry, scored like 25 goals. I think like 44 goals in all competitions. The season after that was when the, the rivalry was gathering more and more momentum. Arsenal um, go the whole season unbeaten. But you might recall quite early on in that season, the Pizzagate match where... Arsenal fans, Arsenal players believe that Van Nistelrooy uh, got Vieira sent off. Van um, Nistelrooy, as luck would have it, ends up missing a penalty in the last minute of the game. Laren and Martin Keown start moving mads and um, almost get themselves hmm. sent off. They end, they end up getting fined like, retrospectively. But again, in today's game, they would have been off. Pete, you took the words out of my mouth. In today's game, they would have been Bro. sent off with that. Yeah. Boy, you know that? Today's I want game, that highlight. And it gives me goosebumps, man. Like, the, the passion, Bro. the rivalry back then, man, it was mad. Bro, big facts. Like, mo- moving on to the next season, um, that this was Chelsea's first league title. However, however Arsenal played May United in the 2005 FA Cup final. Arsenal got pams from start to finish, I can't lie. But May United, Arsenal ended up winning that game on pens. The penalty was missed by um, Paul Scholes. Stevie G could never, but that's a story for another day. We move on to the 2000-2006 Champions League final. Um, Arsenal, Arsenal get to the Champions League final, as you know. And I think this was when, from that summer onwards, 2006 summer was when became this became not really so much of a, a rivalry, man, I'll be honest with you, because 06-07, Man United claimed the title. 07-08, Man United claimed the title. And Man United also won the Champions League in 2008. In 2008, 2009, there was that famous Fucking hell, Toast, man. Fucking hell. Nah, nah, nah. This goes on deep, <laughs> innit? This goes on deep for me, innit, man? Ronaldo scored two goals in that game. Like, scientists still can't explain how he scored that free kick, innit, man? The way that ball got the pace in the Come air. Come on, got pace in the air. Sorry, man. We, we, fast, we fast forward now to... 2011-2012, yeah. I mean, where, honestly, like, this is probably the most embarrassing moment as an Arsenal fan in, in this rivalry. May United 8, Arsenal 2. I mean, Arsenal hadn't conceded 8 goals in a game since the 1800s. Like, do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> so, it's a being Arsenal fan. The level, the level of shamelessness that I started taking that season, because if you remember, that was 2011, 2012 was Man City's first league title. I was yeah. celebrating that league title like, like Arsenal won the league, you know? Like, that's how big the golf in the rivalry had become, you know? So, we finally get to the summer of 2012, which is where this is going now. Obviously, I've given you guys the context of the back and forth between Arsenal having some success, May United having some success. But May United, for me, have always been the one team that I've hated the most just through everything historically as an Arsenal fan. <sighs> At the end of the, the, the 2000, 2000, um, 2000 season, Van Persie was Arsenal's top scorer. Van Persie was our captain, our talisman our best player, Premier League top scorer. But for some reason or the other, Arsenal refused to show the ambition to kind of take the next step to, to buy players, to try and win league titles. Arsenal had gone about six or seven years without, without, without any sort of trophy, any semblance of quality, you know. And Van Persie decided after winning, after, after becoming Arsenal's top scorer and our talisman, to take his talents to Manchester United, you know. Like Glorious. bearing in mind, it was little boy. Bearing in, in mind everything, the little boy in him bearing, told him, man. Bearing in mind everything that I'd been through as an Arsenal fan, like this was the this was the camel that this was the straw that broke the camel's back for me, you know. Because that season, Van Persie went on to to win the league. Spaz, spaz with Man, with Man United. You know? The I thing mean, is, the thing is, say what, say handing, what happened. Imagine handing you like your your biggest rival, like your best player, on a platter of gold. Just 20 mil, wasn't it? And Don't win stop there, though. The next Don't season. stop there, though. 26 Premier League goals, 30 goals in all competitions, a league title in his pocket. Like, Yikes. Like, it's in the pocket. The sh- it's the shame more than anything that hurts. Retires, uh, retire, retires from the Premier League uh, uh, a, a great, essentially. Great. Yeah. United, great. And what? And what? What? I swear Arsenal gave him a guard of honour as well. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> At the Emirates. At the Emirates. That's so wonderful stuff. <laughs> Hey, did we win that game? It was a draw. No, we won. You guys won. Yeah, we won. Ramsey scored, I think. That's it. Oh. One nil, Ramsey. Yeah, it's just like a, a late May game. So yeah, it it I caught feelings in it. I cannot lie, but <laughs> just overall, like just because of the historical context for me as an Arsenal fan uh, and having Man United as a rival, Van Persie, our best player, going to Man United and winning them the league within one season, man. Man. Toast. Was it? Was it? Uh, was it? Uh, run outside your your front door, tear your shirt, and scream to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of them ones? Rip your shirt. <laughs> nah, the thing is, the thing is, I re- I fully remember. I fully remember this happening, and I remember telling Shalom, "You lot, you lot are giving United the title," and I was vexed because obviously, same as um, Tosin saying that he hated United, I hated United as well, and I knew, okay, if these men are selling. Um, what's his name? Van Persie to United. United are winning the title. Mm. And exactly that happened. Hot in Unforgivable moves. So I was, I, was, I was upset, but laughing at the same time. So I was laughing at Arsenal, but then I was upset thinking, nah. It's just it's, another, to United. another timeline um, set in the banter era and Wenger's um, stupid decisions, man. So, mm. yeah, man. Good what's the story, though? What's the, many, man? 
Does anyone actually know the story? Why did he actually leave? Yeah, no, no one has in, they off, they, they Didn't he offered, come out they offered, and, they offered him, they offered he him. though, and like, he, he yeah, explained he it. Broke it down. What did he say? Yeah. What did he say, if you know? He just, I can't, like, word for word, I can't remember. He basically said at the, at the point of when, like, they, he was sold and that, they weren't showing any ambition. They didn't want to go None out. None whatsoever, man. You might remember this. It was exactly the same. Did you remember, did you see what Fabregas said? Fabregas said exactly the same thing of where... He said him um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the same, yeah. 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 No, no, no. What, what, what Fabregas said that hurt me the most was he said, We lost the game, and people in the bus, the other players in the bus were laughing. Exactly. We lost yeah. the game. And I thought, Really? <laughs> nah, nah, honest, I've, got, I've got it here, though. I've got it. Ambition. It's not, I don't think it's, a, it's It wasn't the ambition thing. It was the players that we had. It's the players that we had. Um, go on, go on, and, and, and then just going from that, actually, so Shalom, you wanted to move on and um, discuss Fabregas. I think we should get into that Fabregas one because that's a really good comment that he made. And mm. I feel as an Arsenal fan, some of the players that we've had come into our club, they've not, they've just, uh, like, you look at them and, you, and you're like, you just think, like, how? How are you at this club? Like, <laughs> like, if you compare it to the other players that we used to have, like, Yeras, um, and like, you see some of the, like, the Thomas Van Marlins, like, man yeah. came in and, like, what What did he do? He did his bit of club captain, wasn't he? Bro, <laughs> in, in, in many ways, in many ways, I blame Wenger. Because I felt, I feel Wenger's a kind of manager or coach who just says, okay, you're good enough, play. And I will give you the, the most, I will give you back in. Um, I won't press you, just play. And I think nowadays, players need a manager who's just going to be at their back, but also, also, Conversely, have that Wenger men- mentality. It has to be balanced. And I thought for a good 10 years, of, obviously after the Invincible era, that's what Wenger was. He was just very coach rather than, um, no, no, he was, he was more rather than, he was more, okay, play, I won't give you any stick, but I won't, I won't be in your back. And I think that, that spread, spread it like an infection. And that was just Arsenal in a, in a nutshell. And that um, Fabregas' comment was very important to me because it just showed me the the mentality in the dressing. If Fabregas is looking around thinking, "You you guys are poor, why are you laughing after we just got popped?" I feel that. <laughs> Honestly, I I felt that because you know when you asked the the, the player that left Arsenal that hurt you the most, yeah. it was Fabregas mm-hmm. because you have you have a young what, what he he came through our our youth and. He he, his his kind of sore. Yeah, he, well, kind of sore. Yeah, his rise to the top was glorious. You're thinking this is the guy who's going to take us to the next stage. He was a king. Van Persie, as as great as he was, he was not a king. There, there were Fabregas many kings. actually loved the club. Fabregas yeah, loved bro, the club. Yeah. And you yeah. could tell. Yeah. There were many kings. He went on to play for yeah, Chelsea, bro. This is different, though. He he yeah, 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 no, no, no. for Chelsea. Let me let me get them get. There's, there are many kings in Arsenal. Henri is obviously one of the biggest kings. My opinion, Fabregas is Van Persie isn't. So Fabregas left. All right, cool. That's happened. He decides he's free now from Barca. Coming back, what did Van Gogh do? I'm going to stick with Ozil. You guys telling me that we could have had an, um, a midfield of Ozil and Fabregas playing? Yeah, you know what? Nah, at the time, it would have been techie. Nah, you don't. No, 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 no. You can't say that. We make it work. We make it. You, you make it work. With good players, you make it work. Yeah, 
You can't say it was techie when, when you've got techie. quality players. Yes. That means you've got to be fighting for your position week in, week out. Exactly. And this is the problem. Like, Arsenal, everyone became a bit lax and thought, oh, you know what? I can do fuck all. But what, but message, I'll, what I'll, message would this send to... What message would this send to Ozil if you've signed him for... you've got to work hard. And then you... No, 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 no. It's back, Just, Andy. Exactly. What message would that send to Ozil? But, because after that season, he had like a decent first season and then you, you were bringing in Fabregas what would that send but the thing first? is can I, can I, can I just add to that can I just add to this wait just ask the question him is that you, we have vision we are bringing players hey. we're bringing players worth your quality the same quality as you you're a good player make it work and Andy just to add on that so when Ozil was at Real Madrid was, it, was, was he the only world class player there in that midfield facts, facts that's the thing like why is it about everyone that it's almost as if like we're saying that Arsenal can only have one good player one like good player, bro star, like Fabregas was available you go and get him with Ozil and the rest bro, no 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 I, I, I hear you man but I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to on, um, trying to see it from Wenger's point of view this is why he probably when didn't go for afford, Fabregas. Didn't bro, bro, you the same, I think he could. We would have paid money for him, season, you loved Peter Cech. Huh? That, that, that game, that game just, that game broke me. The same <laughs> season, he, he loved Peter Cech. So, mm. yeah... That's it just the, adds, the it just adds to feelings. But it then you have adds, to think about you have to think about like Fabregas here yeah, and the argument of R oh, could Urzel have had better players around him if um during his his prime years at Arsenal. Like bringing Fabregas in, is that not adding yes, to the quality? We we wanted players not that weren't in Urzel's position. Like we bought I think you prioritize other things. To be, but the centerpiece of the team. We needed to play, we, mm. we needed to build a team around him. For me. Like, I was, I was hurt when I found out that Fabregas had a chance to come back to Arsenal. But I, at the time, I agreed with Wenger's decision not to bring Fabregas back. Because, again, what would it have said to Ozil if you're bringing in somebody who plays in your direct position? It, but it, Fabregas it, and Ozil are not the same. They're not the same. Fabregas and Ozil are the same, to be honest. They're not the same. I don't think, think, think they would have played in the same position. Post, in the no. If Fabregas no. came to our squad, if Fabregas came to our squad that season, he would have played a deeper role. Yeah. Munya. That's what he did at Chelsea. Which he did at Chelsea anyway. Remember the ball along the to Costa? That was the ball that played. Kenna, Yo, was Thingy still? Um, was Alex Song still there that season? I think. What season? Which one? Which one? Um, At Arsenal, where Fabregas was available. So, no, no, uh, no, 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 yeah. So, so would so, Fabregas have come in next to Ramsey? So we, Ramsey. we had Coquelin at that at that start. Come on, man, Coquelin. Nah, you might saying. make it work, man. You exactly. got the best players. You man. have to you make it work. work. Like, like you just said, there when City played, Chelsea, City he player played, was, was playing yeah, a defensive man. role. City player so with KDB he, and he could have done that. He could have done Bro, that. Facts. Facts. And Ozil never played 90 minutes at Ozil. Um, Fabregas was an all-rounded centre mid as well. I don't know why people think he's just like some really like some number ten. Like, yeah, bro, like, he was an all-rounder. No, 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 no. Kenner, Kenner's right. Alex Song was still there. Was he, he was, was still man. Up. Because yeah. he he cut off the season after Van Persie, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He cut he cut I, in 2016. I'll, and that's I'll be, I'll be honest with you, gents. Like in Fabregas is like best. Why why I personally didn't I didn't think it could work. In Fabregas's best season, Fabregas scored 19 goals for Arsenal. You know. As a centre midfielder, who was more or less, he was more or less he was our captain. He was more or less playing behind behind um, the strikers. For me, I didn't see Fabregas coming back to Arsenal and playing it in a deeper role. In hindsight, yes, he was brilliant in that deeper role at um, Chelsea. Yeah, we, we have to bear in mind that when Fabregas was coming to the end of his career at Arsenal, he was playing much further up the field. Him yeah, and but, yeah, Virgil, yeah, yeah. 
It couldn't but, have worked. But like, Tosin, when he came back from Barca, he he he's been how many years, and he wasn't as fit as he was back then. Like he wasn't as one in a month when he was at Barca. Uh, hey, also, also, was sick. Also, a point. So was a point. Back, which, I'm just saying he wasn't as this. A hmm. point which people yeah, aren't un- taking into account is what would he say to to the fans, to the players, then that you're one of the former stars, one of your greatest stars coming back to the club. It will galvanize the club. It would, yeah, That's it would fun. be a lift ah, all around. Club. All around no, you, know, you know those pop, pop like, I feel, kind of shit. I, I, I feel like Wenger <laughs> and, uh, and whoever was running the club. Gazidis. Gazidis. Idiots. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's all idiots. So, okay, moving on to other club that's in North London, Sea Strides. Um, I think you mentioned to me one player that I heard um, leaving your club. and Was it Berbatov? Yeah, Berber, man. Go on, talk to us about that one, man. Yo, this, this, has a, this is a deeper kind of thing because <laughs> this is more than just football. This is like back to the childhood. So, basically, oh, I, when I, it, during I think it was year six, year seven, I was in DT and we had to make a bag. <laughs> some, some sort of... We had to make some sort of um, like um, product for um, a player or someone that you like, whether it's an artist or, or an actor or something, <laughs> send it to them. So I remember making a boot bag for Berbatov because he's my favourite player at the time. And uh, I sent it to the club and he actually received it. Right. He, he wrote me um, a letter back to my school at the time and I couldn't believe it. I was gassed and he sent a picture of him with the boots in his bag. And uh, I basically, yeah. I remember saying, on Mental. Facebook, you're, my, you're my favourite player, like, stay at Tottenham forever kind of thing. And you know when you're young, you just think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they love yeah. your club and you don't really We've, all, we've all been there. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, obviously he was a great player and scored goals and done things that I hadn't seen anyone do at Spurs for a while. Um, the season later, he left. Mm. <laughs> Went to United. And the way he left as well, like, I think the way he, he like, sort of stopped playing, went on strike a little bit. And then he went on the last date. I think it was a Jan- went January window, isn't it? Now it was September. It was, was it an September? August, August transfer window, but he oh, went okay. through on like the first of September. Last minute, I remember, man. That was mad. Yeah, last minute. That's it. And I remember like seeing pictures of him like at Old Trafford Sports, walking through yeah. Sky. And I was like, nah, he hasn't done it. Cut, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, yeah, for me, I remember crying that day. My mum was, like, <laughs> was like, don't worry, son. Like, d- these footballers, they don't always have the loyalty. But I didn't understand it because I was a kid. I was like, but, yeah. but mum, I made him these boots, these boot bags. And <laughs> know, why are you, why are you laughing, man? I just laughed at me, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I'm here tearing up. I got tears in my eyes. I didn't put the camera on. Emotional stuff. <laughs> but, See, yeah. Christ, take us away, Right. It was an emotional one because, like, I think as well, since well, since Berber's left, we've not really had a number nine. I, we got Kane now, but like the, a number, someone who wear the number nine, for me, like it's been haunted ever since he's left. We had Pavlyuchenko, who was okay. Yikes! Ricardo was terrible, and then Vincent Janssen. So he's the the last number nine I remember us having that had like a big, big effect. And when I was younger, I was a striker, and I wore the number nine. So like, I I I love that number, and for me now, it's like oh. This reminds me of Berbatov because he was the last one to wear it and have any real impact on Tottenham. But yeah, I guess it's kind of different to Toast's thing because I understand why he left. He left obviously to win things and he wasn't going to win nothing at Tottenham. But mm. I think it was the emotional side of it that hurt, them, hurt more than anything. I hear that, man. Mm. Hey, 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 we might take a moment after that one. Trust. <laughs> hand, me, hand me the Kleenex, Yo. man. Bloody hell, man. Yo. There seems to be a trend going on like these I mean, two people to United. 
Honestly, deeper, it, deeper, deeper. No, no, no. With the whole bag that you made at DT, yo, there's deeper things to that, man. <laughs> you, put your, you put your heart and passion into that, but even if it worked so hard on the school Bro. project. But I'm sure I'm sure everyone at that time knew though that I'm sure everyone at that time knew though that Berbatov was leaving Spurs sooner rather than later, man. Yeah. You know what it is? I agree with that club, man. Yeah, like we yeah. we have historically been, and people might say we are now, but I disagree. A selling club. I think obviously with Kane coming out the other day saying about how he might not stay at Spurs. The way, by the way, the way you dropped that in the middle of the pod was just heartbreaking in itself. And then I'll be trying to read it. I'm actually deep in it and I'm thinking, he, I think he'll be gone. If not, like, this summer, next summer, because I think we're going backwards. We're not showing the ambition. And the same way when Berbatov left, it's the same thing. So why would you stay? And I understand football more now, so I get it. A lot of people are saying, Calvin, that if you man don't win anything next season, then, yeah, he might be shipping off end of summer next season. Next think? season, yeah. So obviously, when the, whenever the season gets sorted, the twi- the twenty 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 one season, yeah. people some people are saying if Tottenham don't come up in, at the end of that season, then not saying he will leave, but hey, it'll be, teams will be knocking on his door. I think I think, I think this summer. At, yeah, same. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think Tottenham Tottenham should collect the peas and rebuild. How many times have they done that? Though how many times have they done that? Once, Gareth Bale. Do you know what the problem is though? Like I. I somewhat agree that like we, we definitely need a rebuild and selling Kane for big money is the way to do it. But if we do, is Mourinho the man to spend? And, and is he the man to rebuild it? I don't know. Hmm. I don't see him as that Good guy. Question. He's not going to be there. Yeah. I don't want to like, off the topic too tough. He'll, he'll, br- he'll bring in Obi Mikel from wherever he is. And <laughs> it He's the free agent now. <laughs> free agent, so that's a good shot. I, t- I, t- I, t- I told you all about Harry, Harry Kane, though. Like, from what I've seen of him based on his... Tottenham career I'd say that he's somebody that's extremely ambitious and I think he has his sights set personally on Alan Shearer's record you know I don't think he'd actually leave the Premier League nor do I nor do he I. left Tottenham just because he knows he has a shot probably more than anyone we've seen since Alan Shearer are actually becoming the all-time Premier League top scorer so I could I see him going to like a City or a, top, or a Man United yeah yeah, I think Boy. Man U's the biggest shout. Look, all I'm saying is this. If he becomes available, we need to give him a blank check. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Too big check. <laughs> I, I Bro, I, I can see that happening, man. Mm-hmm. I can see so, that happening. Obviously, Berbatov left Tottenham to go to Man United. Um, and one player, I believe... Did, did Berbatov ever play with Ronaldo? Did they play together, Pete? Yeah, of course. Yeah? yeah? yeah, yeah. Did, man. So, Bro, when, he, when he went to um, Anfield and popped... The, no, Old Trafford, we popped hat-trick. <laughs> Yep. Oh, yeah. that game was glorious. Kick. Yeah, man. That's when Steven Gerrard kept doing that thing when he kept kissing the camera that used to get me rattled. That stuff used to get me so rattled. But then, yeah, Berbatov came and came clutch. So, I, I just randomly remember either Rio Ferdinand scored or overhead kick against us, you know? Rio, man. Rio. It was oh, Rio. That we have suffered, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm on your continuum, sorry. So, going back to that, um, Pete, um, like I mentioned, Berbatov played with Ronaldo, and I believe Ronaldo was the one player that um, was the one that hurt to leave your club. Like, I, I want to... I, I want to... I'm sure Tosi wanted to pick this as well, but... <laughs> it was his own club. <laughs> but, um, Relax, big man. <laughs> yeah, CR7. Run it, I, I think, yeah, I think... 
I knew it was going to happen, but like when it did, it still burned my chest. So I believe um, the year that we, we won the uh, Champions League, he actually asked for a transfer request that year. Um, and I think um, Fergie basically begged him to, to give us to give us one more year. Um, and I think Fergie himself, from, from, from what I read in his book, he, he basically said that he didn't expect uh, Ronaldo to stay his whole career um, and was happy to keep him on um, for another season. And um, credit, credit to, to Ronaldo, you know, right up until his last game. I think Big Charlie will back this as well. He he stayed committed to the club and he showed yeah, dedication, man. you know, and he, he played his heart out, you know, and showed showed passion for the club. And you know, a player of his profile, that's that's like a a, a rare thing. So, you know, during his final season, there was like a massive um, media circus around, um, you know, his move to to Madrid and you know, you know, speculation of it being his final season. But you know, he remained focused and took us to. Uh, another league title, another Champions League final, um, albeit an abysmal, abysmal final, but we don't need to, to talk about that. Okay. I think <laughs> that the respect for Fergie um, and respect for the club remained there, um, you know, throughout, throughout his time. So I, I, I wasn't really mad when he left. And during the time he was there, he was, he was with us for six years. He achieved, you know, so much with us, you know. So I think like, three Prems, a Champions He's League. done enough for us, man. He'd done enough, man. A Ballon d'Or during that time as well. And he wasn't even in his prime yet, like, at United. That's the scary thing. That's I think, like, thing. In, his, in his second season at Real, when he hit, like, 60 goals in all comps, I think that's probably when he reached his, his, his peak. peak. Yeah. And he was at his prime. So, he gave 60 us... 60 goals. That's yeah, man. He's, he's a, he, was, he was nuts, spazzed in that season. So, Pete, um, sorry, just to cut in there. So, going off that yeah. then, unless you're about to go into it now, mm-hmm. I feel like he'd have done enough for the club to move on, no? Oh, 100%. Like, it still hurts, man. But it still hurts. He's my favourite player. Because like, it's like, you, it's, it's, it's the inevitable, but you, you, it still hurts that he went. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, Henry yeah. leaving your club, like, I'm, I guarantee that hurts still. Yeah, but bro, he needs to go win things, innit? So, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, man, I, yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to argue that one. <laughs> just one more thing I think even you know he left United and he's gone on to have like a, a glittering career um, that a certain little Argentinian magician probably couldn't dream of but we'll, we'll, we won't go, we <laughs> won't go into talk. that that's, that's, that's a, for another day innit, basically <laughs> they've, they've held back today Jesus trust me no one bit I'm surprised <laughs> not one bite wow. not, not one, one bite the fingernails <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, apart from the hate messy guys, we can all say Ronaldo, he's just gone on to do unbelievable things, man. Yeah, and when, when the best team comes knocking your door, it's like, and, and what he did at Real Madrid and after, like, it's, it's just mm, crazy, so. incredible, man. He, he was, he was something else. Um, and now going to um, Andy, because I believe. You had um, someone that hurt you that left your club. Um, another great striker to grace the Premier League. He had two spells with two different clubs. Um, one was more um, memorable than the other. Kick it off, yeah. Last Andy. Yeah. So my um, my my player is Fernando Torres, man. Fernando mm. Torres Sanz. El Nino. El Nino. No, bro. I mean. I've been following I've been following Torres since Atletico in it. And he was, you know, he was touted as one of the best youngsters or next up and coming strikers um in the world, innit? 
Um, he was already Atletico Madrid captain as a teenager. Um, I think um, what I remember in this Atletico day is that United were after him heavily. Yes, so, yeah. yes, like, yes, heavily, very, very and heavily this, linked, man. This was burning me, and <laughs> I genuinely is, thought he was coming, man. Yeah, I same. So when he, when he, when it was announced that um, obviously Liverpool signed him, I was happy. I was like, yes, now we're moving places. And then obviously um, the Chelsea game. Everyone remembers his goals against Chelsea and everything. And then from there. He's just been bagging and bagging. The Steven Gerrard partnership, we all know that. The Vidic pammings on several occasions, we all know that. Big Chuck conveniently muted there. To be honest, man, Torres, uh, Torres was, he was just like, yeah, m- one of my favorite players at that time at Liverpool. Um, and to be honest, I did not see the sale coming at that time. I thought Torres was going to be there. I one. did, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought Torres was going to be them ones that would just um, stay at Liverpool or if he was going to get sold, he would go to Real Madrid or something, like abroad. Mm-hmm. He would not snake us for, you know what I mean? Nah, somewhere, somewhere, don't, don't... Domest- somewhere domestically. But of course, at that time, Liverpool were close to administration, so apparently he, he was, you know, we had nah. to sell him. And we so, did it behind so... his back as well. Nah, same for me. I, I literally tracked Torres from a young age. I remember him like with the yellow armband at Atletico, just palming players mm. at Barca. With a board head. Bro, yeah. it was cold, cold. But for me, as soon as after, I think, was it Euro? Euro? Oh, eight, no, oh, the World eight. Cup. Was it World Cup? World 2010. Cup, 2010 yeah, yeah. One. yeah, 2010 World Cup. Bro, he just lost it. Like, it's, it genuinely seems as like what El- it, he became from El Nino to Fernando Torres, like the kid disappeared. He had no pace. He had no composure. He couldn't hold the ball up. So as that season progressed, because he he left at the, was it towards the back end of January? He left. Mm -hmm. Do you remember? Last day. Last day. Last day. Last day. So if you all remember, basically the whole of like uh, that 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 last 12 months, he couldn't Mm. stay fit. Even the season before that, he he couldn't stay fit. And I was like, yo, Honestly, he was our he was our best player by far at that point. Mm. We were like, okay, do we capitalize or do we kind of hold on and hope we get El Nino yeah. back? What was the story know. behind him actually going? Because I thought he asked to leave. No, 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 I don't. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. I read he asked to leave. No, 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 he no, no, he was questioning where uh, similar to the, the Fabregas one. Yeah, the ambition. Yeah. He was questioning that because obviously we were in decline at that time. Like we we got out in the group stages in the Champions League and everything. And obviously, um, we was also going into administration. So he was merely questioning, okay, where's Liverpool going? And they told him, now we need you. You're going to be part of our rebuild. But behind his back, we were already discussing selling him to Chelsea in that summer. But we sold him in January, but we, we were planning to sell him from that summer onwards. So it was, it was like kind a of deal in the end, to be honest. I, think I mean, I mean, deal. looking looking at it now, but no, I was hurt, man. I don't even think hindsight. I don't even think. I, I think nah, I'm hindsight, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Bro, your best player at the time, and you're saying it didn't burn at the time. Come on, bro. To me, it didn't. I'll tell you mine. If you see my, if you see, if you see, you know, you know, Facebook when they do the um memory thing. If you see my memories from January, January the thirtieth. <laughs> it's Fernando Torres corn only. Only. I'm just, uh, reading, I'm just reading here quickly. Apparently, he did hand in um, an official transfer request. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was rejected. Yeah, man. He wanted yeah. to leave. Yeah, I remember. He's like yeah. so ambition. Because there was a lot of he- a lot of heat Sorry. coming his way from Liverpool, man. I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. 
But I swear he came out. He came out later, later in his career, nice, and said man, that nice, it wasn't. Man. It wasn't even sense. that. Or like no, that, yeah. Because the thing is, if, if you even think about it from his standpoint at that point, Rafa left and we had Roy Hodgson and Daglish. So no, it was, no, it was no, trash, no, no. man. Yeah, Roy Hodgson. We were looking man. awful. Yeah, we were looking awful. So I couldn't be hurt because I was thinking of it. If I was him, I'd be exactly the same, man. I so you're telling me... So you're telling me no, no, no. But the thing is, the thing is, okay, you, it's fair enough to say that, okay, maybe we sold him for 50 mil bread at block calm. But... 50 mil to Chelsea, and at the time, no, bro, and at the time, listen, listen, and at the time, Chelsea, because at the time, at the time, Chelsea was so now nah, you're lying because at the time, <laughs> Chelsea was so of our rivals <laughs> in terms of the Champions League and in cup games and everything. I, I saw Chelsea as a, as a up at that time, I can't lie to you. I saw them as an up. Selling 50 Chelsea, I was burned, man. I'm not sure about that one. Liverpool weren't really doing too much. Nah, nah, I'm not talking talking domestically. I'm not talking domestically. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'm not talking domestically. I'm talking Champions League and Cups. That's what I'm talking about. We crash, man. But even then, like, the Cups, that was more towards, like, um, the early part of Torres' career, not towards the late. Exactly. Like, yeah, 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 of course. That but that but that was my point. But that was my point. He was pamming Chelsea on a regular. And we, yeah, for yeah, him to then for him to then just go there, I, yeah, I was I was vexed, man. Uh, uh, and he won I chance was, for Chelsea, innit? Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah man. Yeah, Called the crucial goal in the semi. That even goal, even in that even in that game. That even in that game, that in that Gerard slip game, he didn't want a bag in it. He sweated <laughs> it, he sweated it to William. It's funny that you mentioned this. We, it's, I need to digress and give Liverpool their flowers because they know how to re-up when they sell. Brother, but I, I was literally about to say this. Liverpool they have know. never been held hostage for any player. We yeah, can yeah, yeah, of course. Up and, and say that we've never. And, and also, you we guys know piece. how to re-up as well. You know how to sell good players and buy good players. But yeah, that, wasn't it the following that season? Now That's questionable that because the following now that season, can. did you man yeah, knock we back Carroll or someone? Bro, Carroll, Carroll and Suarez, Carroll and Suarez. Oh, both of them. Okay, Suarez. Okay, okay. Carroll and Suarez. Okay, okay, fair. And the thing is, and the thing is, even in the article that I read, when we did the negotiations with with Suarez, Suarez fought. Suarez came because he thought he was going to partner Torres. So when he came in that same January, we saw Torres. And then Torres told him, I'm leaving. <laughs> and then, and then he's taking pictures standing next to Carol. <laughs> there we go. And then, and then, and then, and then after that season, um, Suarez wanted to go to Arsenal. Now, Liverpool, nah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, with that Suarez to Arsenal one, <laughs> if that, that one that happened, I would have cried. I would have cried. cried. That's is... the one I would have cried. So that's another Wenger slip up, isn't it? Because you yeah, that, that's, that's Wenger's ultimate slip up. Nah, I think yeah. the thing is, the thing is, I think nah, nah, I think that was definitely a Gerard thing, hundred percent. Because if Suarez wanted to leave, he would have gone. But nah, it was the nah, piece. Nah. It was that, the that piece was that awesome. Arsenal were offering. That was the problem. Bro, Arsenal could have come back with a second bid. But, but was Wenger, million, Wenger was the one that, man, that flopped the base. Exactly. Man, no, 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 if you had no, no. slapped 50 million, we would have nah, we we got Suarez. No, nah, FSG came out um, and he was like, yo, these men could have gave us a blank check and we wouldn't have took it. The man said, yo, we're not selling to Arsenal Football Club because at that time even, we were trash, but we still seen Arsenal as like, I disagree. trash with us. I completely you know disagree. Say, I think it was the cheek of Wenger's bid. Of the one pound over 40 yeah. million. That, yeah. Bro, what the hell? That was when, but I think, when Liverpool decided, you know what, 
we're not going to be taken for mugs here. Correct. No deal. But before <laughs> then, if Arsenal come with a serious deal, <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what I find funny? No, but you, but you know, but you know that, but you know that that bid was basically made is to trigger, um, so I, no, no, to trigger, and that's all that Arsenal did. Yeah, yeah, yeah but come no, on, have some respect. I know, I know. Please make it. You know what? You know, you know, Madrid or Barca to you know to make those offers and think you know what, like take or leave it. Brother, make, do you know what it's just done? Just, uh, just make, it, make, make it 41 or 40. Went, big facts. Put it, put it in that number. But it make it 42, man. Not this four. Regardless, if it's to trigger the um the clause, just make it a, a, a sensible number one, like 41 Listen, or 40. 50. I think 50. Wenger has blood on their. They have man. blood on their hands, boy. Especially yeah, Gazidis. He ran. He ran away to AC Milan AC, and did the yeah. same there. <laughs> they have blood on their hands. So obviously yeah, but, with Torres, um, we all know that um. Yeah, hurt me deeply, man. Yeah, um, he became a flop, and um, yeah, that leads that leads on to our next topic. Um, nah, Mundi, one more, one more, one more. Let me let me get mine in quickly. Go on, go on, go on. Nah, nah, no, because you man have had um, players who've been emotional, etc. For me, there's only been one that I would say we've kind of effed up with, and it was Chabi Alonso. That was the one of where I think, mm. oh, we 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 fumbled the back because. Andy, do you remember we were trying to get rid of Alonso to get uh, Barry in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bro. one hurt me, man. And Alonso also, that... Alonso came out on record to say he would have happily stayed at Liverpool for the rest of his career. Really? Yeah. You know, man. So uh, yeah, that that one I didn't understand. But at the but at the same time though, I, I remember at that time when Gareth Barry was all right, you know. There was there were kind of similar players. Gareth Barry for City was slept on, you know. Before City, before City, Gareth Barry, it was it, it made Villa, sense. Villa game, yeah, bro, yeah. Villa. And wow. it made sense. City, and even City, but I wouldn't put them two up against each other. Yeah, you might not compare each other. No, 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 no. I know, I know. Because one is Spanish. Man saying that Gareth Barry was the English Jabby Alonso. I'm Team Rafa. Team Rafa Benitez. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying, if we can collect, if we can collect peas from Chabby and then collect Gareth Barry on the cheap, in my head, it kind of made sense. But nonetheless, interesting. Yeah, he he wasn't a fool in it, Gareth Barry. It was alright, man. Let's move. Gareth Barry was um, um, a legend in the Premier League. But anyways, yeah, so moving over to this season, I know we've had a, like a disrupted season so far. Um, and it's kind of harsh, but we're coming to the end of our season anyways. Who's been the flops of the season? Um, and I know when I mentioned this, there were some interesting names, some that I had even thought about. So um, the one that really caught, caught, caught my eye was um, Sebastian Haller. And mm. I believe... Um, Peter and um, Tosin, you two are going to lead this one because this is this is because the last game I've been to the Emirates was actually Arsenal against West Ham, and just watching him like yeah, there was Mikel Antonio was the only most threatening player, and and actually mm-hmm. no, what's that? Is it Gerard Bowen? Them two like mm-hmm. Halard did nothing. Gerard yeah. Bowen, yeah. Um, you might Perez, Do you want to set pace on this one? Y- yeah, I'll set pace, man. Um. So Hala Hala Hala. Um West Ham brought him in for like what 40, 45 million, I think. And he's um, you know, been brought in to do the 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 lone striker role within a system um that you know questionably, you know, whether he fits that is a question whether he actually fits that system or not. I think um they brought Mikel Antonio back in 
um, to, to partner him and he's looked a little bit better. Um, but in comparison to, to what he was doing at Frankfurt alongside, you know, the likes of Luka Jovic, I think um, his goal involvements in over two seasons with Frankfurt, he had like over 45 goal involvements. So, you know, if you look at, you know, his, his body of work coming into West Ham, you think, you know, West Ham have themselves a little player here and, you know, it, I just when I watch him because I've watched West Ham quite a bit this season in the Premier League and he's he's started almost um, all their games and he's he's been uh, he's been involved in all of their Premier League games and the attitude the desire the work rate all of that has to be brought into question man because he just he just looks sluggish. He, he no, but do you like know it. do you know do you know my issue with with this one is. Who remembers the first like 10 games of the season? He was immense. And everyone yeah. was saying how good of a player he looks. He, he came out there's of the a, There's a right, talented yeah. player in there. Yeah. yeah, there's a, a very talented player in there. But then it's, it's like what you said, was he made for this um, West Ham team? If people mm-hmm. who watched Frankfurt last season, yep. he played in a, in a three, didn't he? With Jovic, um, no, I can't didn't. remember who the other no, it was. was no, it, it was a, it it was was a two, two up top with Jovic and Yorin. And he had someone to play next to him almost or play with him. But now, mm-hmm. he, he, the way West Ham play, everyone can see. He's always so isolated. At times, yeah. you can see the gap between him, the wingers and the midfield. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, feel for, I, I get your point. Yeah. He's, he's flopped probably from after 10 games or something like that, especially for the price. But you can still tell there's such a, a there's, great... There's, a, there's a player there. And, 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 I, and I said that like, now that they've brought <laughs> Antonio back in, he does look a little bit better because he has someone to play off. Yeah, but yeah. um, I don't That's his think. Game, though. Yeah, That's yeah, he, yeah, exactly. But I mean, even then, like you know, his his primary role is to be a target man. You know, get mm. receive the ball uh, with his back to goal, bring bring other players in. But he he's he's just not done that well. And then you just have to question, like, and we we have an episode on this, a full episode on this, um, about West Ham and you know the the players that they brought in and whether the execs are to blame, just splashing the cash on players that don't necessarily fit their system. But you know, I, I guess well, whenever the season does complete, we can come back to this. But I think we can say up until now, it's it's poor buying from West Ham. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, man. no, I, I, I can't um, agree. I can't. I want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off um, what Press said. I mean, Sebastian Haller has been a very, very disappointing um, for me. Like I, I have always said. Like I've said it previously on the pod that West Ham are definitely like one of my favourite teams. I'd, I'd, I'd go as far as saying they're my second team that I like to watch. Mm. And as you guys all know, um, like Alnautovic is um, like one of my favourite Prem players of like the last last decade. I just love everything about how he plays and. Arnautovic was uh, West Ham's um, player of the year back in 2018. He only actually had two seasons at uh, West Ham. And in both seasons, he's, he got into double figures. Now, Haller, um, at the moment, has only got seven goals um, in the Premier League. And to be, in, in all fairness, he does have the chance to reach double figures if the season had ended. But the, mm. one, the one big comparison I take from watching Arnautovic and watching... Um, um, Haller is so if you, if you guys recall maybe around 2015-2016 when Arnautovic played for Stoke they said that the one knock of his game was that the desire he was one of those players that he didn't put the effort in he didn't play for the shirt he didn't play for the fans Arnautovic's two seasons at West Ham he gave absolutely everything this man would get a yellow card every other week because he played with such aggression he played with such heart he played with such desire he was the 
um, Arnautovic started his West Ham career on the left and he mm-hmm. eventually drifted into the position where um, Haller plays Haller now. now. Yeah. He was the top scorer in both seasons that he was up top. Um, Haller, I believe, has only got one or two assists this season. Um, Arnautovic had like six or seven assists in both seasons. So as well as being the top scorer, he was linking up with players. He was contributing not just, not just by virtual goals. And Haller, who again, like Press said, he had a very commendable goal-scoring record at, um, at Frankfurt. Scored 20, 20 goals in, his last, in all competitions in his last season. At West Ham, he's just looked out of sorts. He's yeah. not playing for the badge. And West Ham are one of those teams where you could call West Ham colloquially a Brexit club. The kind of club that, even if the results don't get that well, as long as the players are giving 100% yeah. and you're playing for the badge, 100%. the fans will be satisfied. Haller isn't playing for the badge right now. No. Jared Bowen has come in um, in the transfer window and has looked 10 times the player Haller is. Antonio has returned from injury and has looked 10 times the player Haller is. I think he's got ability, like we've said, but right now, he's definitely been the flop of the season for me, just in terms of he's not able to choose Arnautovic at all. Go on. Okay, can I jump in? Let me, let me put it into objective. And you, you know me with stats. I like to, it puts things into context. So I've got four strikers up at the minute. Roberto Firmino, Haller, T- Tammy Abraham, and T- Anthony Martial. So Haller is only one goal less than Firmino in less minutes. Yeah? In terms that's not of, saying a lot, saying, though. No, that's not saying a lot, but I'm, I'm just putting it into context. And I like to look at um, who scored rating, and I use that a lot. Haller is second on that list, marginally behind Firmino. And then when you look at his defensive output, which he said he, he's not putting it in, his numbers are defensively better than Abraham and Martial. So I think it's, I, I don't agree with the flop of the season. He hasn't met expectations, which I agree. I mean, West, West, West Ham, West Ham are um, uh, uh, bottom table club, though. Of course he's going to, mm. like... You, you, you'll get, those, those stats are going to be skewed. I mean, like... They're um, not Tammy skewed. Abraham he's got three man of the matches. going to be he's required. Got, no, no, no. But, he's got three man of the matches. Martial and Tammy Abraham straight, straight off the bat Martial. are not going to be required to, def- to defend anywhere near as much anyway. So, for me, defensive stats for a striker, well, But you just questioned his, um, his desire. That, that, to me, it seems like at least he's not, let's say, shirking it. Because you'd be more scared if you had lower defensive output. I'm talking about his, I'm talking about his desire when it comes to his offensive output for West Ham. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I can't go off I can't go off um, his ability to help um, West Ham defense as the eleventh man. He's he's mm. the last person in the team. He plays in the furthest up the field. He's the last person in the team who's going to be required to defend. So I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm going to take that other pinch of salt personally, in it. Same. I, I think if fair, you look fair, if you look at the profile of the player that came into the league. His price tag, I know we don't like to, to attach price tags to the player, but there was a lot of expectations um, of Haller when he, when he came into the league and he's fallen well below that. Let's face it. To be honest, I'll, I'll take him at Liverpool now. If, if we offered him... Come on, him. mate. Yo, Sebastian Haller is bugging, a baller. Sebastian Haller, no. Because I can see in his ability... Look, there's a, there's a we're not disputing his ability, though. I can though. see it. But that's what I'm We're trying not to say. Flop of the season. Flop of the season is a topic. Okay. Oh, there's a nah, good player yeah, in every player, Ken. I was just getting well, that's out. what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think he... I don't, I don't think, I think, I think... I think, yeah, I agree with Ken. In terms of the flop, I don't think he flopped, but he's probably played under expectations. Below. But I wouldn't say yeah, yeah, low expectations. I yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't say he's flopped. I think that's a bit too harsh. Ask any West Ham fan. They'll tell you he's a flop. Yeah, but the thing is, it's obviously because of the expectations and the price tag. But... yeah. If you put everything if you in context, has he? If you think objectively, I don't... Seven goals, let's say there's still, what, 10 games left. If he ends up on 13, 14 goals, 
Is, is he a flop? <laughs> Kenna, we're, we're, we're in April. And he scored seven goals. I think he'll score six goals between now and the end of the season. Where's the, where's the is there not nine games come? left? Is there not Boy. nine games left? And he scored seven <laughs> in 26. Basic math tells you he's not going to get six goals. Bro, it's his, it's his first season in the Prem, man. Bro. But Sir man in their third season are on seven <laughs> goals as well. But we'll, t- uh, we'll bro. touch on that later. We'll touch on that uh, later. Uh, bro, you do your thing, mm. innit? But for, me, not, but for me, not a flop. Below expectations. <laughs> yeah. If we're doing a vote. Right, so obviously, Andy, you've got a lot to say there. There's someone that's obviously itching to get out of your head. Um, one. So we'll move over to you. Who Who is your flop of the season? So my flop of the season is um, Laka, Alexander Lacazette, aka Laka Piss, um, as we like to coin him. Um, so basically, the thing is the Peter, argument Peter, that Peter, Peter, something funny, mate. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited. I want to hear this. That's all. The thing is, okay, the thing okay, is, okay. Tosin is Tosin is here using his seven goal output in like March or this or whatever. This Lacazette has the same thing in his third season in the Prem. Let's let's go back to his first in his debut season in terms of his goals and his appearances. So he made 32 appearances, six as a sub, and scored 14 goals. In his second season, he made 35 appearances, eight as a sub, and then scored 13 goals. So this season, he's made 20 appearances, five as a sub, and scored seven goals. Lacazette. Oh, has been a dry, breath taking okay, from the we, Premier League. Okay, can we? Hey, can we, can we... Hey. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, no, I respect the fact that this is your segment, Andy. Go on, continue. Yeah, continue. You can go, man. Can, can I, can I um, jump rebuttal in? Rebuttal it, rebuttal it. All right, calm. So you're talking about Lacazette's numbers, all of this. Let's just put into context that Lacazette has there only There is no play- context, bro. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> can we put into context that Lacazette has only played four months in his Arsenal career without Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, one of the most prolific strikers in the world. Lacazette joined Arsenal in the summer of 2017. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang joined Arsenal in January 2018. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has taken the bulk of opportunities that Lacazette has had to take in terms of goal scoring, in terms of goal scoring at Arsenal in the last three seasons. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has 61 goals in 97 Arsenal appearances. Lacazette has 45 goals in 114 Arsenal appearances. So you're telling me, so you're telling me, so you're telling me, so you're telling me, you're very shameless, Tosin, Tosin, you're very shameless. Tosin, you're very shameless. So you're saying, so you're telling me. Will you let me finish my point? Please, let's let's all be honest and let's all keep it 100. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is Arsenal's number one option in terms of goal scoring. He takes our, he takes our penalties He's been our top scorer in the last two seasons. If Arsenal didn't, and Arsenal play essentially one striker, we don't play a system where it cages for two strikers that have great um, goal scoring outputs. I think everybody here can agree with that. Like as that plays the nine. He plays number nine. We literally so had a segment. No, we had a segment. Wait, wait, wait. You might ignore what Tosin said. Are you not going to agree with that? No, 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 no. No, 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 no,
a handful of chances a game. Okay, okay. No, nah, it's not even. It's not even he misses. No, no, no. It's not even. No, no, no. Hold on. It's not even he misses a handful of chances. It's, he I think it's. But when he when he gets the more time than not more time than not he does bag. But he, his chance creation for himself is non-existent. He's hardly in the right position. He's, he's not lit, bro. He said with lack of piss here, he okay. can't play away from the Emirates. He can't mm. play away from the Emirates. That's always been when an he's argument, playing man. up when he's playing at home. I said it when he got signed. Yo, I remember Jose he's got came all his goals. It. He's got all seven goals at home. Yeah, all seven goals at home, man. Problems. Bro. I have no problems with saying that. Is he even I better no than Jimmy Floyd Hasselbeck? I have, I have no problem no. With saying that. You telling me that Alexander Lacazette, out of all 20 Premier League clubs, is the biggest flop this season, you're reaching. He's worse than Haller. He's worse Alex, than Haller. He's worse than Haller, bro. He's worse than Haller. But, but, he's worse, bro. By virtue of what? He's, he's got more goals than Haller this season. He hasn't got more goals than in the Premier League. They have the, the same amount of goals, man. They have the same amount, mate. In all competitions, I'm talking about. We're talking about the Prem. Yeah, but he plays more competitions. He plays in more competitions. Can't you see you're shameless? Can't you see you're shame? You're shameless. They're playing in more competitions, and you're saying that because they have more goals. I rebuttal you. I agree with Chelsea. I'm extremely level-headed. I'm extremely level-headed, and I'll rebuttal you. How many games has... Okay, they've both got seven goals. Haller's played seven more league games already off the bat. Lacazette mm. has been injured this season, isn't it? So mm. if we're going if we're going for like for like, mm. Lacazette. So it's Hala, by the way. Because they've got they've got they've got the same amount of goals, but Lacazette has played in significantly less games. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, how many games? How many games? Seven, Lacazette, seven less games. Lac- Lacazette has played twenty games this season, twenty Premier League games, scored seven goals. Uh-huh. Hala's played 27, 26. Okay. Like, same amount well, of remember, no, but tell us, tell us. So, so, so remember so, earlier you were talking about yeah, the, t- the type of teams people play in and then the, what they're exposed fags, to. Fags, and man. now all of a sudden, it, you, we can't it, it keep switches, switching it. It switches. Arsenal, yeah. Lacazette is exposed. I don't think so I, so I, we can't. Let me go. Let me move the goalposts. Does he not get more chances in the game than Hala? Yep. Also, is he not in a better team with better players around him? He does, yes. But but, but Aubameyang takes all his chances, doesn't he? Please. Okay, who, okay hold that. Who's West Ham's top scorer? Who's West Ham's top scorer? Who is it? Haller? Haller? Or... Of course it is. Who's okay. Arsenal's top scorer? Who's Arsenal's top scorer? Yeah. Aubameyang. But what's your point? Exactly. What's your point? So it's, it's, what's the point? I don't really it's, like, it's not like for like. It's not like for like at all because Aubameyang is taking a significant a number of the charges and potential goals that Lacazette could potentially No, make. he's just reviving the chances that Lacazette isn't. And Lacazette Excuse can't play me? 70 minutes, barely. Lacazette, Lacazette, mm-hmm. he's arriving. Like, 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 okay, most of, like, if you like, watch like, Aubameyang's goals, yeah, half, the half of them are not in goals. Half of them are not in the centre of the goal. Games, and uh, they've, they've both scored the same amount of goals this season in the league. Lacazette has played six or seven less games. And on, on top of that, Aubameyang has got 20 of Arsenal's goals. Also, like, also three, three, three of Lacazette's goals this season has been by accident as well. Not on purpose. Scoffs. Can we, can we, can we, can we... Can we stop really? this nonsense? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, what the hell? Let me 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 Let's remain objective in it. Europa League or something. All of these, these bar bar pod brothers. Okay, okay, now, nah, but I'm, okay, but that, no, 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 no. But my thing, okay, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can see, I can see the the vein, the vein in your neck is about to burst. Listen. And so, hold on, hold on. Can't objectively say it because I've rebuttaled everything. Yes, you can. No, no. So how can, so how can you tell me? So how can you tell me Haller in his first season 
has been a flop of the season. Lacazette is doing. Lacazette is doing. Lacazette has been piss poor for three seasons. Lacazette has been piss poor for three seasons. So, bro, I think we can say. I think we can say that Lacazette hasn't hasn't reached levels. He he hasn't reached the levels. I mean, my man came in with fifty mil. Fifty mil. Came with a reputation. He came. He came to Arsenal. He came to Arsenal as a French international. He's not a French international anymore. You guys are reaching. Fifty million. Fifty million. Thirty goals. Thirty league goals or something like that for Leon. Is Lacazette getting? Is Lacazette getting? Pia, Pia, hold on, hold on. No, talk, talk. Pia made a good point. Monyo, go on. Monyo, go on. Wasn't Lacazette the main striker at Leon? Yes. Yeah, he was. He's not the main striker at Arsenal. He's the main nine. He plays number nine. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Hey, regardless. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Regardless of whether he plays number nine or what, he's not. We all know, uh, you man are not Arsenal fans, but we know he's not our main striker. So, who's Arsenal's second top scorer? 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 Who's Arsenal's second top I, I think to say, like, Aubameyang is the main man, but you can't say that Lacazette isn't the main striker. Bro, he, he plays up front, number nine. Because he plays down the middle. He never plays on the wing, nine. ever. And, and, then to say, and then to say, oh, Aubameyang's main man because he takes the chances, but Lacazette doesn't. It doesn't Obama, make sense. moves away for Lacazette to shine, and he still outshines him. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then to say he was the main man at Lyon, that's why he banged, and he's not the main man now, so he doesn't bang is nonsense. You guys are not taking into account at all the fact that Aubameyang is Arsenal's main goal threat. Lacazette will have so significantly better numbers without Aubameyang in the team. It's clear as day. Let me just go back to what I'm saying. I'm not saying, obviously, Lacazette. Oh, sorry, you're, you're striker, telling me, you're but... telling me that with <coughs> Lacazette, Lacazette, okay, so Lacazette, oh my God, you guys. Even, you even at Leon, even at Leon, even if I remember, even at Leon, even at Leon, he played, even at Leon, even at Leon, he played in a two. It wasn't just him, he played in a two, by the way. Even Spurs, though, we have Kane and Son, like Kane is the same. Yeah, but Son, is it the same, bro? Yeah, I'll tell you why it's the same. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Go on, go on, go on, Strauss. See Strauss, see Strauss, explain. Why is it the same? For me, Kane is the main man, yeah? You've got the main man, and Son is is not the main man, but still... They're supplementary. He supples, yeah. He still contributes goals. We know that, boy, that if Son gets a chance, he'll bag. Kane's the main man, but Son's there. For me, I don't think Laka gets that. If Aubameyang's not playing, I look when Aubameyang got um, the free game suspension. I didn't see Laka come in and... Bro, he didn't do nothing. Nothing. He didn't do nothing. Nothing. I got got free games. This is my time. I'm going to come in. I'm going to show these, man. Yeah, I can... He didn't step up. And for mm. me, that's the difference. Bro, the quicker that you might realize that lack of piss is actually lack of piss, the better. He's lack the better, piss. bro. Lack of piss. Yeah, he's lack and, of he's piss. A, and he's a and he's a flop. Okay, yeah. He, Let's I, make I, it clear, okay. bro. I, I would say that he's. I wouldn't necessarily say he's the flop, but he is he's a flop. A flop. He is he, a flop. He is a flop. He's not. He, he's not the flop of the season. That I no, 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 not the flop oh, of the season. Uh, but, but he is but, a flop. Okay, so but money and Chelsea. But money and Chelsea. Andy has just admitted he's not the flop of the season. So it's exactly. agenda. 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 It's not really agenda, is it? Yeah, he's coming for the pod. 
Thank you for giving me my point. 20 minutes. Someone to the point to, to, to waffle. Someone to the point to waffle, but apparently he's locked up in the season. Like, no, make your mind up. Which one he's one of them. He's one of them, though. For me, no, no, for me, for me, for me. You're reaching. You're getting a bit There's no objectivity here whatsoever. And the we for the shaman. Let's move on, man. The rattle has rested in your blood today, man. He said, ah. Goodness. <laughs> Yo, Shalom, before we move on, um, let's just hear your piece quickly. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't agree, like I said, it's a flop of, of the season. I think Andrew's just reaching and being a troll as he usually is. Normal, um, normal level. Um, but but Muni and Tolson, I agree with the rest. Um, Lacazette hasn't done enough. And he, and he, and he, for the club, and he's supposed to be, if you look at how we play, he's the main striker. Because because of that, Aubameyang has to had to move to the left, and still he hasn't done anything. But one thing I would have to put onto Lacazette's season this year, is this this season, is that he's had a poor season. He's had a horrid season. He's had a horrid season, and I, I, and I don't think we should judge him using this season. I think no, it, but it's his third season, you know. It's his third season. It's his third season. I don't think this season defines Lacazette's career. No, uh, correct. correct. Wow. So. He was, he was a lot more indispensable in previous seasons. Can uh, uh, toast? Toast. Now, nah, hey, lads, Press. I'm going to cut it there. I'm going to cut it there. We're going to move on because we're just going round and round in circles. So, Prez, I wanted to... you mentioned a player that you think is going to flop of the season. Who was that, sorry? Well... Um, my my guy, um, Tangai Undembele. My men, my meant to be looking like apparently people. people <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, sorry. That's wait. I didn't say I was a compliment, bro. It's calm. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. I just think with him, and you know what's crazy? Everyone I I think previous to the to the VAR um, podcast that was created, like they would have saw that before when he was signed for for um for Spurs, I was rattled to my core yeah, because. Same. I wanted him at United, like mm-hmm. especially when the talk was going on about Pogba leaving. I was like, yeah, this is the guy to replace Pogba. Like I wanted him so bad. So obviously, when I saw that, obviously Tottenham got him. Now I thought, wow, that's a big, that's a big statement for Spurs, isn't it? Like we've been like going, basically that sort of confirmed their whole process of like going through the whole stadium change and stuff like that. So it was a big move, like it was a massive move. And obviously, like everyone remembers the like the Champions League performances against Barca and stuff. When even though that like, Leon were losing. Um, he was just still popping everyone around. So obviously, yeah, like it, it, it was a it was a massive sort of yeah, it was a massive sort of loss. Like seeing him at, at Tottenham, but I thought, okay, cool. Let's see. Obviously, I think he started okay in terms of like his performances and so on. But like, I think we had a conversation on 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 a chat once about um, when I said that Fred has had a better season than Dombele, and I think that's saying something because when you were looking going into the season you wouldn't even put them in the same category of even performances because you thought Ndombele was going to be hitting the... No, maybe not necessarily Kevin De Bruyne sort of numbers, but, like, the impact he would have in the team would be, like, very similar to, like, you know, them sort of players, like the Ericsons, uh, that, that, you know what I'm saying, the people that, like, were coming in and, like, making a difference in the club. But, but yeah, I don't know, man. I think his performances of late, I think there's been clips of when you've seen him, like, running around and, like, there hasn't like hasn't been enough energy in his performances and stuff like that. And when he has the ball, you can tell he's a good player in there. But as I said, talent is nothing in the Premier League. It has to be desire as well. And I just don't think mm. he's sort of come to terms with that at the moment. That's not to say he won't get better. But I think in terms of like everyone's expectations, I think he must be a shout in terms of like yeah, flop of yep. the season. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, man. And just to no add disputes. from that as well, um, from what Tottenham have done for as a club to get him adjusted to the Premier League, um, obviously you're not taking sides with Mourinho, what he said, but I think they've done as much as they can to help him adjust and settle in. Um, when There's so much you can do for a player if you start giving something back. And also reading into it, I've heard that he did not have attitude problems, but he, he's got a bit of a you think ego. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, if he's going to be like, if he's going to be like that, he needs to show that as well on the pitch. Yeah, like, I think it's quite um, similar pick... to way the way he plays, though, because if you actually see, he's got like an arrogance about the way he plays football. So I can imagine when he was obviously growing up, maybe throughout Leon or wherever he used to play before, he was probably the best player on the. You know, like almost what they used to title like Pogba as, like for mm. class, like like he could like dribble past like eight nine players. He can like you know what I'm saying make people step like do stepovers and stuff like that. But I feel like at the, Especially in the league now, the first thing that like Kenna and the rest will do you know, is that when you look at a player, you you bring up the numbers. They're running numbers, their their assists, their goals, and he just hasn't like lived up to the mark. And I just think a lot of it is to do with in, in Leon when probably the pace of football is maybe a step or two like lighter. Like you probably could get away with maybe sort of dossier and but like in the Premier League, you need time. Obviously, I'm gonna come in and back him. He needs time. Yeah. Of course. I think, I think him being unfit. Is, is a joke and yeah, he's definitely. Over six, six to five million pound he's got mm. to be coming with at least some fitness um mm. but that being said when he has played he's he's not been great but you can see the abilities there yeah, and i definitely. think the poch leaving and marino coming in and the whole comparison with Pogba and things like that i think he just needs a, a pre-season and and hopefully marino can can get him playing in the position that's best for him. for me he shouldn't be playing where he's playing um and where well, you see him like a number eight yeah, I see him as an eight. And I, at the moment, mm-hmm. with Mourinho, he's playing in front of the back four, and that's not back really four, him. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just hoping in time, man, he'll come good. But I think for, for people to say flop of the season, I think it's fair enough. I, no, he, there's definitely a good player in there. Like, he's a baller. Mm-hmm. Like that, and he will come good, I reckon. Especially because, oh, isn't he 23, 24? Like, there's a good yeah, player in there. Yeah, I think it's just... 23. He probably just needs, yeah, the right nurturing. I, I, honest to God, I feel sorry for you that it's going to be Jose that's doing it for him because, you know, Jose, <laughs> not, especially for his midfielders, he Bro, needs... he nurtured McTominay, man. Nah, but, like, the thing is, he, he, he brought in the McTominay when he had to. <laughs> like, Ndobele won't be brought in because he has to. Like, Ndobele will have to earn his place. And, like, yeah, it's not signing despite Pogba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, bro, that's it literally was, what happened. But <laughs> it low-key was... But we'll yeah. see, man. Good player, though, man. But yeah, just end up, end up is a shout still. What about Pepe, by the way? <laughs> Raw, straight yeah. back on the straight nah, back. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, sorry, nah, let's nah, move nah, on. Nah. Let's back move on. on the attack, nah, man. Let's not open nah, that bag of worms. Nah, there's no worms there. But anyways, move on. Yeah, you're you, you're just bored. But um, anyway, <laughs> while while we're still on the subject of Tottenham, um, unfortunately, due with no football, we thought we'll treat you guys and give you as close as we can to give you a North London derby. So today's to this week's trivia mm. is going to be Arsenal against Tottenham, mm. and representing Arsenal is Tosin, and Come on. you representing. This is actually quite hard to find one, but um, we finally found a, a Spurs fan. <laughs> Come on today, um, we've got C Strider representing Tottenham. So um, I've run through with Andy the questions. Obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. I didn't make it biased, you know. Uh, he had yeah. to make sure that it was qualified. Which I can I confirm. Both, both, um, both sets of questions are fair on yeah. both sides. I've got a timer going on here, so I can carry on doing the timer. Um, is anyone going <coughs> to keep um, scores? I can keep score? 
So I'm going to flip a coin. Um, who's going to go first? Um, what's your guess, guys? Heads or tails? Just shout out first. Oh, I'll tails. go tails. Oh, I'll go heads then. Come. Uh, cool. Heads. Calm. See, Strider's out first, brother. I'm out first. All right, cool, cool. You're out first, Strider. So I'm going to load up the questions. And then... Um, to I'll... remind me, you get 30 seconds and you either go or pass, yeah? You get... Yeah, you've got 30 if you seconds. If don't know that, yeah. You can pass if you're not sure, um, and that's it. So just answer as many questions right, as cool. possible. I've made them fair, so don't worry. I will not stitch you up. <laughs> um, are, are, are you ready? I'll count you yeah, in. Ready, you ready, ready, right? ready, ready. Cool. Three, two, one, go. What was the aggregate score of the infamous Inter Milan match? Pass. What was the last game played at What Hart Lane? Man United. What was the score? 2-1, Spurs. Spurs last won a trophy in 2008. What, um, where did they finish in the league that season? Eighth. Eleventh. Um, which manager has the highest win ratio in their time? Jack Santini. No, Frank Brettrell. Where does Harry Kane sit in Spurs' all-time goal scorers? Third. Perfect. Who's the most capped Spurs player? Pass. Where did Tottenham sign Robbie Keane from? Leeds. Time's up. Oh, six, 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 six. How did you get that six, man? Oh, so, Inter Milan, 4-3. Yeah, so Inter Milan was 4-3. Oh, I knew that, man. Yeah, he's got four correct. Four correct, wow. yeah. Good yep. work, C-Strides, man. Well done, bro. Four yeah. for Tottenham, man. That's sick. That's We've got to win Sutton, didn't we? We've got to win Sutton. All right, toast. All right, run the thing, innit, man? Let's get them questions out quickly, innit, so... Jeez, look at the pressure he's putting on the flipping. Where? He's still around. <laughs> Yo, right. um, <laughs> Tosin, are you ready? Born ready, brother. Okay, three, two, one, go. How many points did the Invincibles achieve? Boss. Arsenal became the first team to beat AC Milan in the Sincero. What year was this? 2008. Correct. Arsenal um, played two teams from the same city as they won the FA Cup in 2014. What city was that? Pass. What year did Arsenal move from south to north London? Pass. Who's Arsenal's um, top goal scorer at the Emirates? Van Persie. Correct. En route to the Champions League final, which round did Arsenal play Real Madrid? Round of 16. Correct. Time's up. Tosin got ah, three man. correct. Three. three. Oh. Hey, there was a couple that I just, man, the pressure, time. Had to, just, had to just pass. So you're quite right. 90 points was the Invincibles. Um, I hope I articulated this question right. So Arsenal played two teams from the same city as they went to win in the, um, the FA Cup in 2014. It was Liverpool. They played Everton and Liverpool. Um, Calm. I said, go oh, I'm not going to get that star. No, actually, right. no, no. Toast, Toast got three correct. He's got three. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, that's what I said, yeah? Okay, cool. Um, obviously, Arsenal, you got that right. It's 2008. Um, Arsenal moved from south to north London in 1913. Um, Calm. You got that right with Van Persie. And you got it right in the last 16. Yeah, so the, leader, the leaderboard, as it stands... Um, Spurs is leading with four points. Arsenal are uh, second with three points. Liverpool with two, and United with one. Um, obviously, we still got. Um, are we? Do, are we doing Chelsea? Are they coming or? Um, well, hopefully, we'll get some Chelsea representatives. If not, we may just make it a four league. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> so we still got one of each to go to yeah. settle this. But Spurs are leading the way. So Spurs have won that North London. Well done, Strides, man. Yeah, man.
Sick. Seeming correct, man. Yeah, very came came very good on that. I respect it. Um, but yeah, that was a nice way to end an interesting um, session of the bar this week. Things got a bit heated. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure this, this. I'm sure this is going to carry on in the group chat. But um, as always, exactly as exactly. But um, as always, to the fans and everyone that listens, thank you so much for your support. Please keep listening. Please keep giving us feedback we're still getting feedback which is amazing um there's never enough feedback so um thank you guys keep following us on the socials you know where we are um and thanks for tuning in for another episode Stay safe yeah bar safe. Peace. peace out guys peace, peace. peace. Next episode, lads. hey guys.